Welcome to Bookish Podcast with Caffanel, a podcast about books ish. A quick disclaimer before we start there may be some spoilers, so please save the episode for later if you don't want any. And also, please follow us on social at We Are Bookish Pod. We hope you enjoy. And we're live. Hello. 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 How Hi. are you? Hi, Happy Platy Jubes. For anyone who doesn't understand what we're, we're saying, we're just talking absolute nonsense. It is the Queen's 70th uh, anniversary, is that the right word? Um, it is the it's 70th. Yeah, it's. Did you say wedding anniversary? No, yeah, just anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had wedding anniversary. I don't know what's on my mind. Because uh, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's because when you say anniversary, yeah. when you say anniversary, I think you think weddings, but it yeah. can be. She's been Al Queenie for seventy years, years, which is pretty cool, to be honest. The longest reigning monarch on in British history by basically we get an extra day of work. Right. Extra two day. Oh no, it was an extra day because we. Oh, it's just an extra day. Yeah. It was an extra day. They fooled us into thinking it was an extra two days, but we always get one. We always get a second bank holiday in May, anyway. Yeah, and they just moved it, so it should have yeah. been last week, but they moved it so we had like a four day weekend. But a which guy, been a guy that I work with, he always has a barbecue on his birthday, which is always the bank holiday, and then they moved it, and it's his fortieth. <laughs> oh bless him. <laughs> No, I didn't have it this year. <laughs> Queen of the country. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that means for us here in the UK, there's loads of, um, and across the world, I think, but there's loads of celebrations. They had the Trooping of the Colours yesterday. Um, they've got something on today. To be honest, I'm not... <laughs> not I, I remember, I remember celebrating... I yeah. know that there's a, 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 a festival in Brockwell Park called Jubilation. <laughs> But I looked really sick to be fair. <laughs> it was like madness and stuff there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just feel like normally there's like street party. I've not seen anything on my street. I don't know what's planned. I know that my local church has something going on on the Sunday. I think that's when all the street parties are, are supposed to happen. Yeah, Sunday, uh, and it's going to rain. <laughs> How very British. I know. Um, so there's loads of stuff happening in the UK, lots of concerts and stuff like that. Oh, yes, because Alicia Keys and Diana Ross are supposed to be, like, on the... Oh, is that St James's Park? Is that today? Well, I don't know. I think it's tomorrow. I feel like if you're at school, you're much more connected to what's going on because they... Yeah, the last Jubilee, the 50th one, I think it was. I remember getting a coin at school. Yeah, we got stuff at school. I don't remember what happens at the 60th one because I don't remember. I don't think anything happened. Did it? It probably did. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's lots going on and um, funny, not just here, not just at home, but also abroad. So I was in Texas uh, over the last couple of weeks and um, 
my friend's neighbour has a corgi because he's actually like obsessed with the Queen, loves her. Um, so that's the reason that him and his partner got a, a corgi. And in downtown Dallas, they actually held a corgi parade. So anybody who had a corgi within the area could go down and <laughs> and just the same way, go down the street and parade their corgis in honour of the Queen, which I just thought was so hilarious. And I was just like, it's nice to think that there's pockets or corners of the world that are doing, like, are celebrating the Queen that, that want to join in as well, which is really nice, which is more than that, which is definitely more than what I'm doing at home, which is sad. It's just because... Uh, excuse me, she's going for lunch with me, so... Oh, yes, yeah, we'll yeah. see some stuff. I would actually like to see some stuff because I don't think that I will, in my in my lifetime, see another see another one like this fair, Regent Street looks kind of cool does um, it yeah it's quite oh. like dramatic but Carnaby Street looks a bit rubbish compared to like it's normal decorations like it looks better for the women's Euros they had these cool like footballers in the air do you know yeah. what Kath mm-hmm. I feel like this could be the year that we win the World Cup do you know why because we came second in the Eurovision, but technically, it was always obviously it's going to go to Ukraine. Well, yeah, I think we can safely say that we came almost first. Right. <laughs> so that almost happened, and now we have the Queen's Jubilee, and so I feel like the only the next natural step is to win the World Cup, and we got to the semi final last time. So. Um, well, yeah. Maybe. So, a bit of a stretch. When is the World Cup? Isn't it this in year? November or something? Mm, oh, yeah, they move it. It's late because it's in Qatar. <laughs> mm. So, it, apparently, football fans are raging because it's disrupting it's like right the right in the middle League. of the season, yeah. It's like right in the middle of the season. I was listening to you about it the other day and they were like, I'm so annoyed. And I was like, why? <laughs> you still get the Premier League. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. But anyway, I'm not a fan, so I can't can't possibly provide my opinion. Oh, we watched the um, was it the Champions League? Was that what was the? What was that be- yeah. Oh my god, yeah. watching that in Ibiza was so much fun. Oh, and we're obviously backing Real Madrid. Sorry to any Liverpool fans out there. Um, it's quite funny because. Um, I feel like anyone that wasn't a Liverpool fan was backing Real Madrid. Real Madrid. <laughs> and it's good. It's, so it's always good to watch, like, obviously it's not Ibiza's home team, but... But still you know, Spanish Spain, team. Still a Spanish team. And it was a good match. And we were sat in Cafe Mambo and we'd already done the sunset and all that kind of stuff. So everyone was just glued to the television. It's quite funny. funny. See, Ellie's been jetting off all over the place, by the way, guys. <laughs> I sound like such a <laughs> Yeah, how was Brussels? Yeah, it was really good. It was really nice. It was nice to get away. Haven't been abroad since the pandemic, so that's my first time. Oh, going abroad. So, yeah. yeah. Now I've got the I've got the bug again. I'm like, when's my next holiday? <laughs> get me out of this country. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, um, so I've been away. The last three weekends I've been abroad. I was in Ibiza and then I was in Tallis and I was in Austin. I've got this weekend in the UK. Next week I'm I'm in Dublin and then I'm in Cannes. So over like a six-week period I've only been in the UK for like 
a week, which is mm. a bit intense. But um, it's fine. I shan't complain. It's quite nice to travel. Just missing my birthday, guys. I am. Oh, I'm you. so sorry. Have <laughs> me. Um, I think I only got it booked because literally, like this, it was like almost like a year ago, and she's like, "Babes, I'm missing your birthday." And I was like, "What? <laughs> How can you know that already?" <laughs> Blame the bride, blame the bride. Sorry, I'll forgive her. I'm a little bit concerned about this hen though. So um to 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 give some context, I was in Texas for work and then I was in Ibiza for a hen, bachelorette. I'm in Dublin for a bachelorette, but I'm a little bit concerned about this one. Yeah, just because it's gonna be so messy. Oh my god, get some rehydration sachets to take with Yeah, you. yeah, I'm a little bit like, oh, Oh God! Fine. You drink as much as you want to drink, really. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, you'll, you'll have a nice time. It'll be good. It'll be nice to go to Ireland. Um, yeah, Dublin's really fun. Have you ever been? Yeah, I've been once. Yeah, I really like it. I think I would put Brussels and Dublin in a similar bucket. By the way, oh, yeah. in terms of yeah. like the amount of time you would need there, and like, yeah. Anyway, we digress. Where else will you go on your European sea break? Oh, I was just about to give something away then, but it's actually a surprise for Tom, so I can't. Um, not Tom, don't I don't listen. He, I don't think he listens to every episode anyway, so it's fine. But... Do you like Tom <laughs> skip to this next bit? Uh, anyway, uh, let's change the subject before I give anything away, just in case he does listen. <laughs> you went with Tom to see Doctor Strange, no? I think we said we picked this back up um, once you'd yeah, watched it. Yeah, I finally went to see it. I went to see it on the last day that it was in the cinema. Always late to the party. <laughs> Which is so funny because, right, when was that? Because, you know, Disney Plus is dropping it on the platform on the 22nd of June. So it's almost like, why did we go to the cinema? Because the yeah, cinema is great. Like support. Support. Which was like, uh, I don't know. What, what date did we get? I could tell you. Uh... I think we went on the 26th. Okay, so, it's like a month. Month. Less than. So, yeah. I'm surprised they're dropping it so quickly after it being released in the cinema. Maybe because it wasn't that popular. No, it did really well. I think... I don't... Oh, so I was listening... Yeah, I think it did quite well. I don't... I think I was listening... Well, I was listening to New Rockstars and they were talking about how streaming platforms... I think it's to keep the streaming platforms competitive... Yeah, Perhaps. I guess that makes sense. Given Netflix's but news earlier this year. Like, are they dropping it, like, pay extra to see it? Or are they dropping it, like, for free? I think they're just dropping it for free. Mm-hmm. Well, we were just talking about it, weren't we? We were saying, like, it's a bit weird because you need to have, you need to know about Wonder to understand the film. And I didn't think that was obvious before. Like, in the it's, trailer or whatever. Yeah, so very much a Wonder Wonder Vision sequel. Wall, as opposed yeah. to like more wonder less doctor strange although you do get his but did you watch um the uh the animated what ifs because i've seen some I, of them did you watch one the doctor those... strange ones no but tom told me about it because yeah an evil doctor strange thing yeah that gives context yeah. i feel like you need to like watch what if doctor strange like, because yeah, that informed me. I'm very excited that he'd seen What If and he could tell me all about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. To get the Doctor Strange, for it to feel more like a Doctor Strange movie, I think you needed, like, the What If 
part of that because his story is like, what if Christine Adams, he lost Christine rather than um, um. than his hand. Oh, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that informs, he goes on this like dark path that he never gets off. And it yeah. always ended with him losing Christine. Um, so I guess in the multiverse, he's never supposed to be with her in one way or another. Um, yeah. That's not his path. But uh, mm. it was... I think it, was, it did help with the multiverse stuff, though. Yeah. And I feel like the that Marvel is going down a very sort of like mystic, mythical, spiritual, God-type thing. Obviously, Thor, Love and Thunder is coming next, the next big movie. Oh, yeah. And we've just had... Um, Moon Knight. It's going to be a fourth four. <laughs> yes. I like Chris Hemsworth. Uh, yeah, so do I. Hemsworth. I would definitely watch it. <laughs> it's going to be him. They're not going to kill him, right? Because God the thought, God the God Butcher is, he kills gods. <laughs> and that's exactly what Thor is. So probably not. I do think Thor's going to. Yeah. At one point, he wanted to leave the whole Thor thing, didn't he? It wasn't until Taika Batiti came on and changed it that he was like, I can. Oh, I really? with this, yeah. He's a beautiful man. He really is. Loved him all the way back in the day in Home and Away when it was Kit and Kim. I'll say it every time. Home and Away. You're an OG he, fan. He he was, right. Go watch some sort of retro Home and Away, guys. Really recommend it. He played a character called Kim and he had this like ongoing storyline with this girl called Kit and they were on again off again they had different partners they got back together had a kid split up and they end up together in the end I've just bought it for you but it's a beautiful it's the journey that matters guys it's the journey that they took to get there because you root for them all the way you're like he needs to be with Kit man and he was beautiful then and he's beautiful now I'm not gonna lie though I think a romance story where you root for the root for them is just that's what it needs like you need to be rooting for the characters to be which which for me doesn't always happen because I don't always like to I found root for like I don't ship Rachel and Ross as a thing and root for them all the way because I'm just like that's irritating to me that's irritating they are irritating I think they might be the exception (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like oh Sam and Seth and I was like no I like Summer with Anna <laughs> like I'm talking AC now the AC oh, okay. but, but like I was just like no just because like prime example uh, How I Met Your Mother Barney mm. and Robin were yeah. perfectly matched Robin and Ted no just be like why why why? Why? <laughs> why push Barney and why push Ted and Robin together as a couple when fundamentally they wanted different things and actually Barney and Robin were a better personality match, had better chemistry. Yeah. Like, yeah. What were we talking about the other day and we were like, oh, there's too much more they won't they? My God, what was that? I can't remember. Mm. Something, I can't remember. I literally have a memory of like, I've probably blocked it out because it was probably a terrible book or a terrible film. And they were just like, well, they won't know for the whole time. And then, oh, it's Bridgerton. 
It wasn't terrible at all. <laughs> uh, no, the issue because we never spoke about Bridgerton really, did we? We not that we were late to the party, we just didn't record in that time. Because I was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I liked Bridgerton, the second season. I didn't... I did. Yeah. I think that it probably went on too long. I liked it. I just got a bit, like... I just kept rolling my eyes. Like, there was way too much more they weren't she there. Was, like, she was too angsty. Yeah. yeah. It was, was too like, angsty like, for me. Yeah. I was like, relax, man. Relax. <laughs> it was too, so, it was too angsty for me. That's definitely what, I think that's not enough saucy teens in it. No, not in comparison to last time. It's like the producers have gone, this is for a family audience now. <laughs> I did enjoy their chemistry, though. I do think that um, Simone Ashley and John... Oh, I've forgotten his name. Uh, and the guy who plays Anthony. They look good together, don't they? They did. I think they do. Um, I've just realised I haven't shut my window, so I'm just going to do that now. That's that's what that sound is. Um... Main road life. <laughs> Main road life. Uh, no, I really enjoyed their chemistry. I really loved the outfits. I really loved that that was like a South Asian um, family that was introduced into it. Um, although yeah. I think someone was just like, they're clearly Tamil and they don't have like Tamil-like names, which was, int- that was, you know, good thing to point uh, out, really. Um, yeah, I think, did you see that on LinkedIn? I saw something. Yeah, maybe it was LinkedIn. Of all places. They're like, we love the we love the inclusivity, but maybe you could have yeah. done a little bit more research. Was Yeah, yeah. Was the actually I was talking to someone the other day and she said that the British books are quite good. And I was like, oh, yeah. are they quite controversial? That's what I thought actually. I heard. Yeah. So dunno. I. I need to look into it because I might read them if they are good, but I don't really want to waste my time on them if they're really like bad. But yeah, you have to, but you have to let me know. We're going to talk about a different romance today. We are, we are. Of course, it's the new Beth O'Leary because we're Beth O'Leary stands. We've met her, we went to her book launch. We literally are the biggest fans, and we couldn't not do an episode on her latest book. So here we are. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was, uh, it's like my top two Beth I to be fair I haven't read The Road Trip but it was up there for me I quite I enjoyed it I you'll like The Road Trip as much as this or I don't know you might I think The Road Trip was fine like I enjoyed it and like it was fine but I think The Flat Share The Switch and The No Show are excellent books and I would recommend them I think that the no show is as strong as the flat share, and she had more. To, she had like an additional like narrative to speak about. She had three narratives to juggle this time, and then tell Joseph's story through those three different perspectives. I thought very well done. That's like four different, yeah, four different perspectives to tell through three three people. I thought was done very very well, and I think you get Joseph's perspective at the end, but um. Maybe we should just intro this book. Yeah. As in. um, Do you want to do it? Or do you want me to do it? (laughs) I can do it. You can do it. Yeah. (laughs) Come on then. Um, 
okay, so the no show, I'll read the blurb. Um, 8.52 a.m., Siobhan is looking forward to her breakfast date with Joseph. She was surprised when he suggested it. She normally sees him late at night in her hotel room. Breakfast on Valentine's Day surely means something, so where is he? 2.43 p.m., Miranda's hoping a Valentine's Day lunch with Carter will be the perfect way to celebrate her new job. It's a fresh start and a sign that her life is falling into place. She's been dating Carter for five months, but things are getting serious. But why hasn't he shown up? 6.30pm. Joseph Carter agrees to be Jane's fake boyfriend at an engagement party. They've not known each other for long, but their friendship is fast becoming the brightest part of her new life in Winchester. Joseph promised to save Jane tonight, but he's not He's not here. Meet Joseph Carter. That is, if you can find him. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, so, dun, dun. Um, so yes, so it's based around a lovely man called Joseph Carter who appears to have three women on the go at the same time, but not all is quite what it seems. Spoiler! <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where to go from here. I don't really know. Well, basically, I think he. So he doesn't actually have all women on the go at the same time. They're actually different timelines. But they are written to start off with to make you feel like he's got three women on the go at the same time. Mm. And then you, like, find out more and more and you realise that that's not the case. And then there's a bit of a shift, like something quite dramatic happens. Um, Are we going to spoil it? Yeah, this is the whole point. People know that we spoil here. I know, but it's such a good book. I don't want to... No, no. If If you don't want to... List spoil be spoiled. Pause. Go Stop. read the book and come back. Yeah, because that I'm not gonna hold myself back. Sorry, Basically, guys. the love of his life dies. <laughs> but who's the love of his life, guys? Is it Miranda? Is it Siobhan? Is it Jane? Or is it all three? Which one is it? Um, yeah, and so then the pop quiz, <laughs> quiz time. Pause here, insert your answer, and then we'll reveal <laughs> in five, four, three, two. Yes, it's Siobhan. Siobhan, the love of his life, the first one. Uh, oh, but... I'm Is she the first person we meet? Is she the first one we meet? Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. She is. Um, is, is uh, taken from us from joseph in quite a dramatic way and but all of the story all the plot threads are uh intertwined so these women are linked in some way um and we come to understand how how that that is um yeah i found the link between jane and siobhan really interesting i thought that was i thought that was obvious yeah, 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 yeah. No, and you, yeah, but also not like I don't know. I guess it is quite far fetched, but not really. Like I don't know. I didn't. I believed it. I wasn't like oh. I was like yeah. Oh my god. Uh, shit. What kind, of, what kind of company? So to give uh, people a background, Siobhan. It so as we said, Siobhan is like Siobhan is a life coach, um, and she comes to London every once in a while to meet some clients in person. One of them is this guy called Richard. Is that his name? Uh, yeah. Dickie, Dickie, Ricky. Dickie, um, wow. Who tells... Who tells... <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, Dickie, Ricky by name. Dickie, Ricky by nature. Um, he goes on to tell 
a Siobhan that he's been having a, a relationship with his secretary. We later come to learn that that secretary is Jane, and Jane we get to meet further down. Son's relationship with Dickie Ricky, right? But Richard is one of those guys. Do we know what sort of workplace he works in? It's like a finance company. In my head, it was like law firm. Law law firm, okay. I didn't think it was too far from. I used to work at an insurance broker's, and Mm -hmm. the stuff that would go on there between like senior members of staff and their secretaries and their PAs or younger women and like the male counterparts yeah. was like the stuff that would happen was mm. wild so for me yeah. that wasn't like a stretch that much of a stretch like I could no, imagine I that happening yeah I could totally imagine it happening and Dickie Ricky is basically one of those characters where I think he sets his sights on maybe like conquering a woman and then making it happen and then coming coming through on that so he had he had Jane as a conquest, soon got bored of her. He was very controlling of her in that relationship, we come to understand. And then soon his attention then pivots to Siobhan, who hasn't mm. really given him the... She she hasn't given him any reason to to assert himself that, that, apart from maybe there was this one time he texted her out of hours and she replied and went to meet him and then realised very quickly that she shouldn't have done that. But she kept yeah. doing like above board and professional. He um, just is just not a very nice man um, mm. and became obsessed with her and yeah. was infringing on her life as such. But yeah. he he's the connecting... And, and and Joseph is connected because he works in the same place as Jane. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then and but Jane doesn't looking. want him to find out as well. And also I felt like the whole her moving away and like having to like, like the fact she got like paid off and then like she's in, like, I don't know, I just really liked that like complexity of her character. Like no one knew why she was there and like what was going on with her kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. She so moves to... Yes, I was just going to briefly explain like the three girls. So Jane is like portrayed at the start of like quite a quiet, like simple life. She's like, she lives on her own. She doesn't really get involved. She doesn't really have any friends. But that's because she's literally like left her London life behind and moved to Winchester to escape this horrible man. Mm -hmm. And then um, because she thinks no one will believe her and stuff. Like it's really awful actually. And then Siobhan is like a life coach and she's from Dublin Dublin? Yeah, she's from yeah. Ireland. Yeah. And yeah, she, I think it's Dublin. Like, yeah, and she is like this high flyer, but then she like has, she basically cuts Joseph off and then she has a bit of a breakdown, basically. She doesn't really, like the whole like, the whole like, her bit of a breakdown was really like, really well done, I think. So she basically doesn't really realise that she's struggling and then she just suddenly has a breakdown and her flatmate like, pulls her out of it basically just like looks after her like yeah it's really I thought that bit was really like really well done and then there's um Miranda and then there's Miranda and she's a tree surgeon which is so cool <laughs> what a cool character I like love how many the... times you read a book about a tree surgeon <laughs> I love the level of detail that went into like their escapades when they were like out on these like booms in the middle of the research. yeah 
Yeah. I really enjoyed those parts. And Miranda has this sort of like she's with Carter. Um but she Carter who is also Joseph, but she yeah. also has this thing with this guy at work. She's very attracted to, but she doesn't want to play on it or anything like that. And she's sort of going through. I feel like we learn about Siobhan in the past. And is Jane his present? Jane is his, the, the, mm. Jane is his presence and Miranda was in between. In between. Is that right? I don't know. I guess she would have been in his past as well, no. Uh, I feel like Miranda's definitely in between because he lies to her about Siobhan. Do you remember she goes to the party and they're like, and then uh, Scott's like, oh, you, so he's told you about Siobhan and she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because she didn't realise that, yeah. So, yeah, I think she, Miranda's in the middle. And then, yeah. but the bit about, Go on. Yeah, sorry. Oh, she's a, she lives with her sisters. She, yeah, she, which is she's cute. like super Gen Z. She has a thing with a guy called AJ. It's not like a thing, but there's flirtation. And what is her what's her thing that she has to overcome? Joe's uh, Well, she's just she's grappling with she is I think she's grappling a little bit with uh her identity as a tree surgeon, I feel. Like... Yeah. And where she fits with, like, the lads and, like, not wanting to be, like, sexualised by them and wanting to, like, just be their mate. And then, like, I think AJ... So, she, so as we said, she, like, eventually gets with AJ, her co-worker. And he he's really complex because he basically acts like he, like, sleeps with loads of girls and he's, like, out in the town and, like, blah, blah, blah. And then, actually, he's just not. And he's, just, like, actually really insecure and, like... It's really sweet because, like, she when she learns that about him, they just like eventually like like fall together, and it's just really sweet. I just think it's really complex and like, oh. So what I liked that Beth did with AJ Miranda's storyline was because, like Kath said, there's all this bravado, there's all this reputation that sort of precedes who AJ is, but. If you had taken a, a list, if taken a minute, taken a beat to actually listen to what he was saying, he hadn't asked her for anything unreasonable other than a drink. Um, so yeah. sometimes you think you just you need to take a moment to actually hear what people are saying, as opposed to what you think they're saying, um, which was a very good lesson to learn. I feel. Yeah, it was very well done. I thought. Um, oh, there's actually so much in this book, isn't there? There really is. Um, there, there really, really is because even with sh- like you, you've mentioned, Siobhan has a a bit of a she has a breakdown due to a past relationship with a guy that she trusted. Um, yeah, and she got pregnant, didn't she? She got pregnant, and he asked her to sort of turn. Yeah. No, she lost it. Didn't yeah, she lose she the baby? It, yeah. Um, but he asked her to sort of terminate anyway. He didn't want to. Mm. It's funny because I think. Um, Siobhan and Jane are very similar in the way they exert control. Um, for different, for yeah. different what, why they exert it is for different reasons. Obviously, for Siobhan, it was because of her previous relationship with with that past guy, 
both of them was because of their previous relationships actually one because of what happened with her losing the baby and and for Jane because of how Dickie Ricky had exerted control over her Mm. um, and how she was to do things and how she was to behave and what she was to wear and so that came out in Jane and she has clothes for every single day of the week. She wears the same thing every single day of the week. She only reads one book a month or one book a week. She'll never exceed things. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. And whereas Siobhan is like, I have to keep my calendar really busy. I have to, like, her exerting control was only making sure that she saw Carter, Joseph Carter, on these when she was in London. It only, it was within these boundaries. I found it very funny that funny not funny but that they're quite similar in in different but but quite similar but have very different personality types because yeah. I feel like Siobhan was more extroverted whereas Jane was quite introverted even before the stuff that happened with yeah Richard um whereas Miranda was very extroverted person anyway and became I guess very introverted because oh, not introverted but like different like I think she became less secure in herself and her identity and her being because of how Joseph was behaving. Not on Mm. purpose. It's just him grieving and dealing with things. But it's 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 funny. Like Miranda's very much very opposite to the other women in some ways, and then they're very similar in other ways. But yeah, you know what? It gave me um, a little bit of one day vibes yeah 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 it does I love it, at the end it really did because then Siobhan obviously passes she doesn't obviously pass away she passes away because of Richard so he somehow tracks her down she's oh it's horrible it's horrible so she reports him to HR she says I can't work with this man anymore because of all of the behaviour he's been all of the stuff that she learned about Jane. She doesn't meet Jane ever really, but just through the things that he's been doing, decides that she's not comfortable teaching him anymore. She sort of like ghost is the wrong word, but she cuts him off, doesn't make contact with him. But he still finds ways to reach to her reach out to her. And then he happens to be on the same tube train as him on Valentine's Day. Mm. when she's going to meet Joseph. So they finally come to this reconciliation where they're going to be together that she can get past her past traumas and stuff. And she's going to meet Joseph on Valentine's Day. Um, Dickie Ricky's on the train and he chases her through London and she steps out in front of, like, a motorcycle, I want to say. It's like a moving vehicle and dies, mm. which is pretty... It's actually quite traumatic, quite horrific. Um, and Joseph sees all of that as, of course... It's so horrific. That's why he doesn't turn up on Valentine's Day for Miranda and Jane because he genuinely can't cope on that day as a thing. Um, oh, oh, I just want to give him a hug. I know it's a bit Oh my God, how awful. What an awful thing to happen to someone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and there's a storyline with his mum because his mum doesn't... She has like... Yeah. Has she got Alzheimer's? Yeah, and she. Oh no! And she remembers Siobhan. So she remembers Siobhan as a person, but um. So she mentions Siobhan's name when Miranda is there, and she's already got problematic for his other girlfriends. Yeah, and he's like, who is? He can never really explain who Siobhan is because he struggles. There's quite a lot of mental health stuff in it, actually, isn't there? Yeah. 
Oh, God, it's such a good book. And then, at the end, oh, when they have their own little library. Yeah. No, sorry, but absolute goals. Like, what the hell? I was like, I need this in my life. Basically, yeah. they, it's happy ever after for Jane and Carter. Or Joseph, whatever you like to call him. And then they have a life. They move in together and it's locked down. They have a library. <laughs> I just think it's so great. It's really sweet because I feel like in a roundabout way, it's weird because don't you feel like there was like a natural inclination as to who you feel like Joseph should have been? Like it felt natural for yeah. me that him and Siobhan and him and Jane worked and I just didn't know how we were going to get to where he would end up being. Um, I like that there was a third character, but so it wasn't just between Jane and Siobhan. Because I think Miranda added like an an extra layer to it. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like he had to work through a lot. And unfortunately, Miranda was the person he had to do that with. Um, Which is, you know, she took that on really well. Because I think it's hard when you've broken up with someone or if if you've not broken up, in this case, he lost his partner. But to be the, the next partner when they're then having to work through everything mm. that's quite that's quite a difficult position to be in yeah if, sure. if, if you haven't quite then figured it out yourself so yeah 100%. she does really well and she at the end they break up obviously because he ends up with jane but he she's like i'm not going to leave you i can see how terrible you're doing and you just need a friend you need someone to help you through your grief which oh, is yeah. what she does with AJ she, and she like comes and helps and then AJ turns up and it's oh god I forgot about that bit well, the only thing I didn't like about that bit was that I was like you're in this man's house and he's passed out on his table and you're getting all like I was just like go be lovey-dovey in a minute let's just go sort my guy out yeah. Um, yeah also it's quite nice because you see Jane and Joseph's love story in real time Hmm. and then they all help him for his grief though if you think about it because Miranda saves him on that day and then like um Jane sets up the like thing about Siobhan and like all her friends and stuff oh my god it's gonna make me cry it's so nice and they had the zoom call I was like oh my god can't we all relate to that and it's quite nice because you see you see some of the same things happen on the so you see Valentine's Day you see the same night on the same party on yeah. New Year's Eve over three nights, over three years. It would make a good film, don't you think? I think so, yeah, for sure. Then, you so you see that, and you see there's like a little story beat, secondary story, and not a huge one, which is like an inclination is that they're on different timelines. And I think this happens, and I need to check it, that Scott, who's Joseph's best friend, ends up with Fiona, who's Siobhan's best friend, and mm. you get an window into that in Jane's chapter because Jane meets Scott for the first time and I don't know if Fiona's there or she gets mentioned about Scott being with Fiona and you're like oh Fiona's Siobhan's mate so then how did I think that's when you realise that oh hang on a minute something they may be they may be on different timelines yeah but um Mm. oh my god it's so good basically it's we're big fans and we actually, I mean, we do have a giveaway, don't we? That we're going to do. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. We're real, we're real bookstagrammers now. We have a giveaway. 
<laughs> we have a giveaway on our bookstagram so if you want to head to we are bookish pod because we were given we were given um a copy of the no show so we're going to give one away to one of you guys one of our happy listeners so if you head like i said to we are bookish pod on instagram you can find out exactly how and to enter and win yay <laughs> But um, overall, it's a really good book. I think she's really handled the structure of it well. Like I said, she had four perspectives to do in three different narratives. So I think it was just really hard. And then at the end, in the epilogue, you get Joseph's point of view. I'm sure that's Joseph. Let me check. Yeah, you do. You get Joseph's point of view. So... It's, oh, it's... listen, this bit, though, I actually might cry. It, see, it still seems miraculous to Joseph that the 365 days have passed since he told Jane he loved her and nobody has come along and asked him to give all those precious moments back. Oh. No, because I'm actually going to cry. <laughs> oh. No, it's too cute. Yeah, and I mean, there's so much more to the story as well. Like, there's this stuff with Jane's, like co-workers because there's like that story beat with um they wanted to get married but one of the guys is like afraid of what his mother will say because his partner is a man and i feel like he's like waiting for permission from his mum to be able to to go ahead in life with his partner and for them to get married and jane helps him through that um what else is there there's also a lot of female friendship. Like, I think, yes. actually, we probably haven't touched on that enough, but there's, like, Jane has this friend that really helps her out. Like, obviously, like, Siobhan has her best friend. Like, there's loads of, like, female... And then the, and then Miranda's got her sisters. Like, there's lots of, like, female friendship in it that, like, is really, like, lifting each other up, helping each other out, which is really nice. Also, like, with the girl that comes back to me, um, Jane, uh, with Dickie Ricky... So yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like females, yeah. Supporting each other. Oh, I feel like we should explain. Should we explain that? There's basically Jane sort of puts that behind her in a, like she confronts it head on and that guy gets, there's more stuff that comes out about Dickie Ricky and mm. they need to find out what happened on that day, on Valentine's Day, who who had been taken out of the diary, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which was Siobhan. Um mm-hmm. And he was, like, coming after her. He's like, oh, can you not say X, Y, and Z? Like, he's looking for her because he's getting caught up in stuff that's ha- that has been known about him. People are finally putting him off, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, so... It's not like when the company comes along and is like, I'll, I'll back you, basically. Yeah, because everyone knows, everyone believed her to an extent. Not everyone, but most people believed her side of the story. She had to leave in disgrace sort of thing because there were mistakes that happened isn't it there were mistakes that had happened that wasn't down to her but he blamed her for it and so she was like i have to leave because yeah 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 things that he God. didn't do yeah so angry. but he manipulated her because he was in a position he could do that because they were in a relationship what a horrible man he was very horrible man but um yeah very good i would put that on par with the flat share i thought I like the switch. Don't get me wrong. Just those. I like those two better. Yeah, the switch is nice, but these like the switch flat chair. Oh, so good. 
Yeah. So good. And also, guys, we have done episodes on the flat shot and the switch. So if you want to listen to them as well. They're some of our most listened to episodes, actually. It's because everyone loves Beppo Leary so much. Basically. Beppo Leary, super She's very good. And she's very lovely. It was actually really lovely to go to her to her book launch. She is so nice. One day we can do it again. Yeah, if any publish- publishers want to invite us. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, I'll see you very soon, my friend. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I'm going to go buy some books because I need to go read stuff. <laughs> oh my God, are we going to go to the bookshop? Can we? What are you reading at the moment, actually? We haven't done this in a little while. What are um, you reading? I am reading, I have three books on the go. Uh, I have The Fifth Risk, which is about, like, Trump's period between, like, getting elected and, um, like, being in office, basically. And it's Joy. honestly terrifying, um, but really interesting. Um, so that I'm reading that. I'm reading a book about the pill, as in the contraceptive pill, what called mm-hmm. How the Pill Changes Everything. And I'm reading Rainbow Milk. Which is really heavy. So I might pause on that, to be honest. It's good. It's really nice yeah. What are you reading? I am reading You and Me on Vacation. Oh, yeah. Because... That's, my, that's on my list. Yeah. That's that's me for now. Um, you know, one book a... Six, Apparently it's really good. Weeks. I spoke to someone the other day who said they read it and they love it. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly i heard the same but this so. same girl also loved the love hypothesis so <laughs> shall we just your opinion i don't know <laughs> i feel like i feel like jack edwards likes this because <laughs> jack edwards super music um i wonder if he's read the love hypothesis i'm gonna have a little search because i think he you must have opinion. i feel like he had i don't know he must have done so he must have surely Anyway, I'll see you at the bookshop. <laughs> we'll see you at the bookshop. Yeah, well, I'll go buy all of Heartstopper because I haven't done that yet. And, uh, and the pill book because I'm going to go to Calf's Book Club. Lovely. Cute. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. Love you. Uh, bye, guys. See you next time. Don't forget, we are Bookish Pod Instagram for our giveaway. See you next <laughs> time. We are Bookish Pod. <laughs> <laughs> bye. And that's the app. If you like the episode, please leave us a lovely review, subscribe and share with your friends and we'll love you forever. <laughs> Follow us on socials at We Are Bookish Pod. Thanks for listening. <laughs>